Welcome. It's time to elevate your consciousness and tune in. This is Mastermind with your host, Dr. Rebecca. This show is about possibilities. If you're successful, ready, and highly motivated to make the necessary changes in your life, we'll provide the tools, direction, and encouragement to help you along the way. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca. And welcome back to Mastermind. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca, and we're back with Mr. Michael Dottino from the USA Memory Championship. And what we will be doing today is a little mini version of the USA Memory Championship. So we are excited. We have two very willing and intelligent and brave competitors here mm-hmm. to go through these events. We have Jennifer Price. Jennifer Price is a special education attorney in the Pittsburgh metro area who has received awards for her legal skills and advocacy. She has a boutique law firm um, that provides services protecting and defending against the abuses of the criminal justice system as well as the educational systems. Jennifer, welcome to Mastermind. Hi, thank you. It's so nice to be here. And we also have Mr. James Mills. James is Uh, He's a financial planner. He specializes in retirement planning for veterans and business planning for veteran business owners. He served in the U.S. Army for nine years, three of which were spent at Fort Hood. He also graduated from the North Carolina Wesleyan College in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, with a B.S. in business administration. James, welcome to Mastermind. Thank you for having me. And Jennifer, you're going down. (laughs) 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 all right and with that all said let's get started so we are going to um, our first competition is sort of like a um, will help us with networking and you two both have uh, fields that are very people oriented so I'm excited to see how this goes we're going to have you uh, well, Michael, do you want to give the instructions? Sure. So the this first event is based on one of the events that we do in our annual memory championship. Um, and it's called uh, tea party or cocktail party. So the assumption is that you're getting to meet somebody for the first time who's going to share a, a, a significant amount of personal information about them. And what you're goal will be is to use the the time that we give you to memorize it to store as much of that information as you can and then we'll give you one minute to write it down after you've stored it and then um, after you've done the writing down we're then going to ask you to start reading back all of the information you were able to remember about the person there's going to be two trials that we do here so the first is going to be with no memory aid, and the second is going to be with a memory aid that's called mind mapping. So the, f- the first information is going to be given to you in paragraph text format, and the second one is going to be given to you in mind map format. So, and th- it will be different people's, uh, but it will be the same amount of information. Okay, so do you all have that first? So you're going to need the first slide that is just in paragraph form pulled up. That's the one with uh, Hank Wilson. Okay. So what we'd like you to do, and we'll have to set a timer for you, is we want you to take three minutes to study all of the information on that page. Then uh, after the three minutes are up, we'll prompt you flip the page over 
and then write down as much of the information as you can. And then after that one minute is up, then we're going to start prompting you to, to ask how much of the information you remembered. So step number one will be three minutes. We'll prompt you when three minutes is over. I'll just put a quick done in the chat box here. And then um, after you come back, we will give you the one minute to write down as much as you can recall. Got it? Yep. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Then I guess let's begin. All right. So three, two, one, go. So Rebecca, one of the things that's that's interesting about this particular event is this one has a, a great deal of real life application. We find ourselves all the time in uh, social gatherings. They could be family and friends, or they could be professional networking. And a lot of times, our ability to develop relationships with people is contingent upon remembering the information that they share with us when we're having those kinds of conversations uh, because they're they it, it's it's a great way of showing somebody that they're important to you because you remember the information right. about them and it's great for building rapport and icebreakers and you being able to add that special touch of remembering something that the other person would have never believed had made an impression on you and right. greatly increases your influence so we, we love this event because it, it's, it's a great real-life application of it. So um, just talking about how valuable this is for networking, and I know for me, uh, the thing that I have the most challenge with is remembering. I can remember people's details. It's remembering their names and associating their names with those details. So sometimes I'll come back from an event and I'll have a lot of random bits of information, um, but not always connected to the people who provided that information. So for me, this event, this event is helpful. Rebecca, what do you have as far as time? I think we are getting to our adjusted three minutes. Yeah, we have about 30 seconds left. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for everybody who's listening, we have our contestants, Jennifer and James here, and they are memorizing a pair in paragraph form uh, a, a bit of information about a tea party guest or maybe a guest that they are meeting at a party. When they come back, we will give them one minute to recall as much information as they possibly can that they read from that paragraph. And we'll score them accordingly, and then we'll go to the next uh, portion of the exercise. And we are done. So, welcome back, James and Jennifer. Are you here with us? I am. And James, are you here with us? I'm here. Okay. So, the next step is Michael will score each of you on the amount of details you can remember about. Is this one Hank or Henry, Mike? The first one is Hank Wilson. Okay, Hank Wilson. All right. So we're going to do the same thing. We'll give you 60 seconds, and we will um, have you just turn the volume down, and we will see how much you can recall by writing those things down, correct? Yes. All right. You guys ready? Yes. I'm ready. All right, so we will start the timer in three, two, one. So 
Michael, do you have any predictions on who might win? I'm going to always go with the woman. You know, as, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that that is the good default option. It's not true in every case, but it seems to be true more often than not. So if I was betting real money on it, that's where my money would go. Although this is a challenging one, because like I said, um, James, this is part of his profession and what he does is he has to remember so many details about his, uh, his clients in order to maintain those relationships over a number of years. So actually, of course, I know him personally, and I know that he's very good at memorizing personal details of multiple people. So I think this is going to be a, a really great, it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top. Definitely. All right. So we are just about done here. And let's bring them back and see how they did. Okay. Are you guys with us again? I'm here. Okay. So let's go ahead and score. Michael, I'll let you go ahead and um, do the scoring. Okay. So what I'd like to do is, James, I'd like to ask you to start. And just uh, from the information that you've written down, Tell me as much as you were able to remember about Hank Wilson. Hank Wilson is 48 years old. He's a banking executive. Um, between salary and bonus, he makes $150,000 per year. His wife's name is Heather. They have three children, two boys, nine and 13, a girl that's seven. Um, they've been married for 23 years. On their 20th anniversary, they went on a cruise to the Panama Canal. Um, Oh, gosh. His favorite restaurant is Eddie V's. They saw a jazz trio there. Um, they live in Celebration, Florida. Um, I think that's all I got right now. Well, that was a, that was a great performance. Mm-hmm. So, that was good. Yeah. Normally, uh, just so you know, from the times where we've done this in the past, uh, in when people get information in this format, they usually remember between seven and nine bits of data and you did much better than that so congratulations great yeah, work. congratulations well thank you okay so now it's time to go through the same drill again so jennifer can you tell me everything that you remember about hank uh hank is married to heather they've been married 23 years they met at eddie v's and the jazz lounge hank is a finance executive in the banking industry He and his wife went to Panama Canal for two weeks for their 20th anniversary. They have three kids, two boys, one girl, 13, 9, and 7. Hank loves scotch. They live in Celebration, Florida, and their mortgage is $2,500 a month. Hmm. Okay, so we're going to have to give a slight edge to Jennifer there. All right. Boo! <laughs> so you, were both, you were both neck and neck until uh, she snuck in the favorite hobby. So uh, all of the information you both matched up on. So uh, overall, I'm going to tell you this is an outstanding performance, uh, getting information in this format. So you both should be commended for doing a great job. Yay. Okay. So, um, so with the, what, what do we have scored so far? Do we have numbers? Oh, so in, in this case, we're just going to, uh, ah. person that wins, it's just going to be a, a one point and we'll, because we have two events, two trials, there'll be a maximum of four points. Okay. So we could potentially end up with a tie, but we'll see how it plays out. 
Okay, so we have about four minutes. Let's introduce what we'll be doing, how they'll be um, competing during the next section with the uh, mind mapping and just let us know a little bit about mind mapping is and how they're going to use it to memorize the, the similar information. Okay, mind maps were developed in 1970 by a neuroscientist named Tony Buzan and uh, over the close to 50 years since that they've been uh, available, they've become much more widespread in their use. Uh, their intent, the intent of a mind map is to represent on one sheet of paper as close as possible how the brain actually stores information. And that is the, the mind maps start with a central image in the middle of the page that is, is really like picking uh, a neuron in the brain. And then from there, forming links, connections, and associations using major themes, and then uh, other sensory inputs like uh, color and rhythm and spacing. Uh, so some people love the logic and structure of mind maps because they are very easy to follow the flow of. Other people love them because they allow you to be very creative and artistic and add colors and images and, and drawings on them. Uh, what we have found is mind maps are a great way of processing information like you just did about Hank and kind of cl uh, cl uh, cutting through the noise, all of the, the, the filler words and the other mm -hmm. things that don't add to the recall. Mind maps are just all key data. So what we've typically found is no matter how good somebody is using the paragraph format, they are always better when they use the mind map format and sometimes have 100% recall. Okay. 100% recall is good, especially yes. when you deal with people on a regular basis. Yes. So um, what we'll do is when we come back from break, we will repeat, we will have you memorize this list or this, this, um, this similar information um, after using a mind map. And um, so everybody stay tuned. You are listening to Mastermind. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Some encounters are mysterious, connecting us with something larger or with feelings of joy and wonder. Tune in to experiences and creative melodies that move the soul with host Danielle Burns for Gifts of Inner Wisdom. You'll hear real stories, interviews, and songs of the archetypal sacred from a deep healing perspective. Enjoy soothing harmonies of love, psyche, and soul every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Sustainable success 
is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Mastermind with Dr. Rebecca. To reach out to us during the live show, please call in to one 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Or you can send an email to Dr. Huey at lifthealing.com. Now, back to Mastermind. And welcome back to Mastermind. This is your host, Dr. Rebecca. I'm here with Michael Dottino from USA Memory Championship. And we have Jennifer Price and we have James Mills who are competing for a prize of a million dollars for this. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) I'm about to get really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Who are competing for bragging rights um, um, in this mini memory competition. And what they are going to do now is receive some information in a form we call it a mind map and we'll, we'll time them and then we'll see how much information they recall uh, during the first segment they recalled similar information in paragraph form so we will compare the two performances and talk a little bit about why one uh, worked differently than the other one so do you all have this second slide with the mind map pulled up yes i do Okay, so what we'll do is we'll give you three minutes again to memorize as much as you can of this information. And after the three minutes, we'll have you make sure you um, mute us or turn us down. So because we'll talk as you memorize and then we'll have you come back. Okay. All right. Ready, set, go. So, Michael, you explained a little bit about mind mapping and why it it works. You mentioned something about it being in the form of a neuron. Can you just explain, and we reviewed this last time, what a neuron does and how neurons communicate with each other? Sure. Well, neurons communicate using dendrites uh, and axons. So a dendrite is, is where a neuron receives information. An axon is where a neuron transmits information, and they, the transmission uh, between the two connects over something called a synapse or a synaptic gap. So what ends up happening is the neurons start to form connections with other neurons, and then when you connect enough of them, you have uh, uh, data, thoughts, context, and such. But it, it really starts at the most fundamental level. And, and what I love about mind maps is you're really starting in the fact with, in the beginning with the one main idea and you're sending various axons away from that main idea and each one has a theme. Mm-hmm. So one theme could be, if you're meeting a person, could be their spouse. Another one could be their children. Another one could be their favorite hobbies. Uh, another one could be their profession. So you organize things and then you use imagery and color to help make 
things more vivid in your recall. And so it's, it's a very powerful tool. It's also great, by the way, for uh, studying and taking notes uh, in, in school. Uh, helps recall tremendously when preparing for any kind of exam or paper. So because our mind thinks in pictures too, from my, from my understanding. Mm -hmm. And so to have information in picture form is more sort of native to how our brain works anyway. Absolutely. And that's one of the things now I'm not an artist. So went to make my mind maps pretty, I'm using software to get clip art or images (laughs) in there. Um, But you can, the other thing that's great about them is you can jot them down quickly and they are really great if you're listening to somebody speak and the person's not organized and they're kind of all over. Ah, yes. So if you've ever tried to take uh, uh, notes in outline format, you know that a disorganized speaker can blow up your notes. Yes. (laughs) Mind maps are, are, are adjustment on the fly. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because, yeah, I do take notes in, in outline form. And so it depends that it, it takes the, the burden off of, of me in that sense, if I can make a picture as opposed to an outline. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear um, the difference between their abilities to memorize uh, before the mind map and after. And we have about five seconds left. So let's go back to James and Jennifer. So James and Jennifer, are you with us? I'm here. I'm here. All right. So let's get right into the scoring here. What we're going to, oh, we didn't have, we can't score. You didn't recall yet. Yes. So, so we'll, take the next, we'll take the next minute for you to write down all of the information that you recalled uh, about Henry. And then when we're done with that minute, Jennifer, this time I'll ask you to go first. And from the information you've written down, tell me everything that you remember about Henry. All right, so we're going to start that minute in three, two, one. Okay, so while they do that, um, one other quick question I have for you, hopefully we have enough time to answer it, is um, in the USA Memory Competition, do, how long do people have to do this event where they get to memorize the mind mapping? They are asked to memorize this information about six different people. Mm-hmm. And they get 15 minutes to memorize the data for all six. So typically, w- when we do this, uh, the people are coming across the stage and providing this information verbally, but we don't provide a mind map as a memory aid. Mm-hmm. If a mental athlete wants to take notes in mind map format, they're allowed to do that, or if they want to just jot it down. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, what they okay, are... Let's pause here. Sorry. All right. All right. We got done here and let's bring him back. So we are back, James and Jennifer. Um, Okay. So we're going to start with Jennifer and Michael, do you want to go ahead and lead this part? Sure. Okay. Jennifer, please tell me everything that you remember about Henry Holloway. Okay. So Henry is 39 he lives on the Upper West Side, um, paying twenty or $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, he's divorced from Sheila. I guess she drove him away. Mm-hmm. He's dating a 24-year-old exotic dancer. <laughs> payment attorney making half $500,000 a year. He enjoys uh, boating, cigars, drinking, and hiking. Um, he has 
two kids, a boy and a girl. Okay. All right. So that was very good. Let's see. So you had 17 bits of information about Henry. Okay. So now, James, I would like to ask you to do the same thing. Okay. He's 39 years old. He's an entertainment lawyer, makes 500K a year. Mm -hmm. Um, He's divorced from Sheila. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that he lost the car in the divorce. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she was mad. She took his baby jag away. Pays <laughs> $2,000 a month for an apartment on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Um, two children, a boy and a girl, age 8 and 11. Um, dating a girl named Amber, who happens to be an exotic dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, his hobbies are drinking, smoking cigars, boating, and skiing. Mm-hmm. Um... That is perfect recall. Oh, okay. I was trying to think what I was missing. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes when when we want to test people, we uh, will throw a little wrench in there and say, "So what? Uh, what color was his hair? Or what tie? What color was the tie on the on the central image?" But uh, since since this is a friendly competition, we won't do that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you both did fantastic. But James, perfect recall. And so wow. you hit every single item. And, and, and Jennifer, your recall on this was excellent too. So in both cases, your ability to remember information, uh, and it's the same volume of information, improved with getting in a mind map form versus getting it in paragraph form. Did you find from your own experience it was easier to remember it using the mind map? Yeah. I think it was, but also I had to decipher what some of the stuff meant. Like, yes. you know, um, Amber, 24, it didn't tell me that that was his girlfriend. I had to infer that. Yeah. Um, and the picture of the car, I just assumed that he lost the car. But <laughs> it was an inference. inference. Okay. And Jennifer, what was your experience between the two? Uh, the pictures helped me out because when I was trying to recall, when I just I visualized what I – what I saw and kind of went in the order on the map. Mm. Okay. So like you, you pulled up the picture in your head and just went through the picture as you recalled the information. Yeah. Yeah. So I remembered like Sheila was on the right hand side. So then the dancer was underneath her, the attorney. So I think I even recalled the information kind of like based on where it was on the, on the map. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, um, so we have a second event during which we will have you all go head to head. Bring and it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but a punk ain't one of them. Come on. <laughs> so, um, you've been given two lists of random words, and I, I had you bef- beforehand. Uh, establish some anchor. So uh, I'll have Michael explain a little bit to you about why this is. It's called a Roman room. And Michael, can you just explain a little bit what they'll be doing? Okay. So this is going to be another case where in the first trial, we will ask you to remember the random words without any kind of a memory aid. And then for the second round, we'll, uh, we'll give you a brief 
set of instructions on how to use a Roman room to anchor the words to the, the picture in your head to make them easier to recall. Uh, the Roman room is actually one of the most common memory systems used, and it's great for memorizing uh, things that are important to keep in order, standard operating procedures, grocery lists, to-do lists, uh, anything like that. And it, it's usually one of the first memory techniques that somebody will learn if they're interested in, in really taking their memory skills to the next level. All right. So can you all pull up random word list number one? All right, got it. <clears throat> and Jennifer, you have it? Have it, yep. Okay. So we're going to give you two minutes. Um, just whatever way you usually memorize things, we'll give you two minutes to memorize these words. And then we'll come back and score you. You ready? Ready. All right. Three, two, one. All right. So... So with the random list of words, I know uh, for for me, I tend to not, my default is just to look at the words and kind of take a picture of them with my brain and then remember them that way. Um, and that's before I learned, you know, all these memory techniques, but that was sort of my default and it worked pretty well. It's a great place to start. The, the, the little tweak I would recommend is you take that image and you add some kind of animation or action to it because the combination of the image plus a, a highly vivid, memorable action really gives you two ways of accessing the memory as opposed to just using the image. So the image is great. The image will work well for you. The image with the action is even better. Okay. Then that goes back to just the, the connections in the brain and the creativity and, you know, the more connections we can make, the more senses we can involve, the, the more things tend to stick into our heads. Very true. Yes. That's a okay. perfect reason. Okay. And so I can even take a, I can have the word dance, I can have the letters dance, or I can make images that each word represents and then have those do wild, crazy things. Okay. So our guests have, well, they have about 30 seconds less, or 30 seconds more, excuse me. Um, any predictions on who might come out on top? Well, they're, both of the competitors are, are outstanding. So based on their performance in the first event, I'm, I'm hesitant to handle it. In fact, it would shock me if we end up with getting perfect scores again. I think yeah. And we will have them go head to head. So um, yes. we'll, we'll explain how this, the second part of this is going to work. Um, but we'll bring them back now. All right. So let's, let's see. And we'll, hopefully we can get these scores before the break. Are you guys back? Okay. I am. I'm here. Okay. So um, oh, we'll have you write these words down. We'll give you 60 seconds to write the words down. And then we'll probably um, we'll have to do the scoring after the break. So let's give you, let's start, uh, restart the clock and give you um, one minute and then we will have you come back and then we'll go to break. All right, ready, set, go. This is uh, the random words event is another one that is part of the championship round of the memory championship. And our record is somebody memorizing just over a hundred random words. Oh. So that's that's a record that's been set and broken a few times. 
And obviously to be able to remember a hundred, you've got to have some pretty advanced memory systems that you've developed in your head. Uh, for most of us, being able to remember uh, 10 to 20 is most likely the, the more than we would ever need. Right. And then that's a good point. So just for practical purposes, um, if you can use this technique to uh, remember 10 or 20 words, you will be come out on top in, um, in a lot of the areas of your life. So let's bring them back here. And uh, okay, did you all write down your recalled words? Yes. Okay, so just hang on to those. Um, We're going to go to break, and then when we come back, we will score you on the first part of this exercise. um, Thank you for listening. We are doing the USA Memory Competition mini style, and this is Dr. Rebecca. You're listening to Mastermind. Stay tuned. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Mastermind with Dr. Rebecca. To reach out to us during the live show, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to Dr. Huey at lifthealing.com. Now, back to Mastermind. And welcome back to Mastermind. This is your host, Dr. Rebecca. We are here with Michael Dottino. We're here with Jennifer and James, who have volunteered to go um, head-to-head on this second um, event in our mini memory competition. And they have remembered 
a list of 13 random words. And so what they're going to do is recount those words. They remember two different lists. And who's going to go first? I guess James goes first or, yeah, because Jennifer went first on the other one. So, uh, Michael, I will let you go ahead and score them. Okay. So what we'll do, because James memorized list one and Jennifer memorized list two, uh, I'll, I'll do a head-to-head competition with them using the different list. And then for the second event, we're just going to flip them. Okay. James will memorize list two and Jennifer will memorize list one. Okay. So, James, what was the first word on your list? Gasoline. Excellent. Okay. Jennifer, what was the first word on your list? Vain. No, actually, it was not. There was a, 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 another word that was first. Vain was on the list, but it was third. Okay. Um, do I get another shot? Is that what you're saying? Oh, um, sure. Take another shot. Um, texture? Yes, it was texture. Mm. Okay, James? Yes. Uh, second word? Jealousy. Excellent. Jennifer? Beach. Yes. Hey, James? Mm-hmm. Uh, word three. Pastry. Excellent. Jennifer? Uh, vain, or restage earlier. Yes. Okay, James? Word four? Dirt. Excellent. Jennifer? Uh, liquid. Yes. Okay, James? Uh, word five? Injection. That is actually word, uh, that's a different word. That is a little bit later on the list. You want to take another shot? Reef? No, that is actually a also farther down the list. So you've got, you've got two strikes. Jennifer has got one. Uh, three strikes and you're out. So do you want to take, a, <laughs> take a, So do you want to take a, uh, another shot at what the fifth word was? Raising? Correct. Nice job. All right. Okay, so two strikes versus one strike. And Jennifer, you're up for word five. Uh, dentist? Yes. Excellent. James, word six. Injection? Yes. Okay, Jennifer, word six. Martyr? Yes. Okay, James, word seven. Stab in the dark. Meteor? Excellent. Nice job. Jennifer, word seven. Potato? Nope. That is later on the list. That's strike two. Take another shot at seven. Um, hermit? No, that is also later on in the list. So, James, you're going to win this one three, uh, <laughs> three to two. Word, on, this, on this list, word seven was pencil. Oh, Okay. All right. But hey, excellent work, guys. You got halfway through the list. Yeah, that was and, good. And and what's impressive is you weren't blanking on words. It was just the words were one or two items at a sequence. Mm-hmm. So excellent work on that. Right. Because so, practically, if it was a grocery list, it wouldn't matter what order it was in. Yes. Yeah. So let's uh, quickly do, let me have you explain to them how to use their anchors that they came up with, and then we will have them um, memorize a list using their anchors. Okay. So uh, to use a, a, a Roman room system, we, uh, we ask somebody to visualize a room 
uh, with a lot of de visual details in it that and and the room is is incredibly vivid in your own memory so uh, a lot of people will use their bedroom or maybe their kitchen or their bathroom some people will even use rooms from their childhood that they remember really well or, or maybe your office at work and the idea is you visualize items in the room and you go clockwise around the room and you're you're constantly moving in a clockwise direction and the practice exercise we asked you to do we asked you to create 13 anchors because there were going to be 13 words on a list and the idea would be you could associate one word on the list with each one of the anchors and then you would use moving through the room clockwise in your head as the way of, of remembering what the right order is so if for instance the, so James, let me make an assumption. So let's say your first visual item was a light switch and the word that you needed to remember was gasoline. The way that you could join the two of them together is you could flip the light switch on and ignite the gasoline um, and assume that maybe you, the light switch is actually going to trigger the starter in your car. So what you do is you create a mini story that links the anchor in your in the room with the word that you're trying to remember. So uh, in your case, uh, Jennifer, maybe the first item in your room might be, uh, say, a sofa. And I'm just making this up. You could link the word texture to the sofa by uh, imagining yourself walking over to the sofa and rubbing the surface and, and remembering what the texture of it feels like. So to do what you do with the Roman room is you're going to take each one of those anchors in sequence and then you're going to link it to the same number word in sequence and you create a story and by remembering those stories for the 13 anchors, you'll remember the 13 words in order. Okay. All right. And they'll have, uh, they'll have three minutes to do this, correct? That is correct. Three minutes to, to, Yes, and strongly encourage you, if you need to, to take the words and write them um, uh, next to whatever the list of anchors were that you created in the Roman room. And, and then we're going to do the head-to-head -head, uh, three strikes version, and we're going to flip the word list. So, James, you'll use list two, and Jennifer, you, you will use list one. Okay, so, but I, just so I understand, we're still, mm -hmm. we're, we're still memorizing the list of words, Correct. Yes. You should have received list one. Yes. Okay. So you will, you will list, memorize list one, but using this technique. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So, um, so the Roman room, I like a lot because for me, um, it's easy to picture a lot of different objects in the room. The light switch, I'll usually, I'll use a window. I'll use a painting that's on the wall. I'll use, like you said, a piece of furniture maybe. Mm -hmm. And it, what I've done also with the Roman room is remember rooms from my childhood. Because sometimes rooms nowadays, I don't pay as much attention to. But when I pull up, let's say, at my grandmother's house, the bedroom, you know, they're so just anchored in my mind that I can remember everything about that room. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've memorized tons of things using, you know, rooms from my memory, not just from my present life. And, and that's great advice because 
the, the best memory system is the one that works with the most powerful memories you already have. So if childhood rooms or, or an, even a, an imaginary room in a story are more memorable to you than the current room that you're in, then those are the ones that you should use. Because the idea is you're trying to, to take advantage of what is already crystal clear in your memory to use that as the aid to create the system to help you remember the new information. So it, it's great that you did that because that will improve your ability to recall information. Right, because new memories are formed on top of old ones or in this in the sense that, you know, we we make we can, when we connect new memories to things that are already in our minds, then it, it solidifies that connection and, and strengthens our memory. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then in the USA memory comp- competition, um, how is this Roman rune method used? Well, um, you may hear some of the more um, advanced mental athletes refer to something called the memory palace. Um, right. The best way to describe a memory palace is a house with a lot of Roman rooms in it. So the idea is, okay, in this room, the most anchors I can come up with are 15 or 20, and that's not going to be enough because I may need to remember 100 words in order. So once I get to word 21, I'm going to now move to the next room in my house. Okay. So the idea is what you'll do is create multiple rooms that are all highly memorable to you, and then you'll say the first 20 words go here, the next 20 go here, the following 20 go there. That's one way that mental athletes will use the Roman room as part of a memory palace. But once you're getting to need that many anchors, then you really are are pushing your memory pretty hard. All right. And we're going to bring them back now. We have about four minutes. You're back. Jennifer and James, do we have you? I'm back. All right. So we have, we have, we might have to adjust a little bit because we probably have about three and a half minutes left. Okay. All right. So then we're going to do this with the same process as before, though this time, Jennifer, you will lead off and um, we'll keep going until one player has three strikes. Okay. Okay. First word. Uh, Gasoline. Okay. Great. James. Extra. Okay, Jennifer. Jealousy. Okay, James. Beef. Okay, Jennifer. Oh my gosh. Dirt? No, 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 no. Pastry. All right, good recovery. (laughs) Okay, James. Bang. Yes, Jennifer. Dirt. Yes, James. Liquid. Excellent. Jennifer? Raisin. Okay. James? Dentist. Excellent. Jennifer? Injection. Okay. James? Water. Great. Jennifer? Meteor. Okay. James? Pencil. Okay. Jennifer? Reef. Great. James? Ocean? No, that's in a different order. So that's strike one for you. Take another shot. Hermit. That's it. Okay. Word nine. Jennifer. Betrayal. Okay. James. Potato. 
Yes. Okay. Jennifer? Uh, maintain? Nope, that one is out of order. Okay, we might have to stop here. We have about one minute left. Okay. Take another uh, shot at number 10. Ulcer? Nope. No, I can't remember because avocado was last. Yep. Okay, so word 10 was jewel. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so <laughs> congratulations to you both. Uh, hard fought. Uh, James, you were the victor. Jennifer, you put up a great fight. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much for participating. And everybody listening, if you go to doc, at Dr. Rebecca MD on Facebook, we will have all this stuff posted in case you want to play along. Um, so, uh, again, thank you for joining. And, Michael, thank you for your help. You are listening to Mastermind, and we will see you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Mastermind. Please join Dr. Rebecca for another show next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll talk again next week. 